Thank you for joining me on this journey and welcome to episode 62 of Remembering Our Way Home. This week, our featured guest is beloved son, grandson, brother, father, healer, and Durham, North Carolina native, Oase Alman Shore. As an author, songwriter, business owner, and plant-based philosopher, Oase reveals how his ancestral legacy of storytelling and healing has ignited a profound sense of purpose and awakened greater vision for his life. Welcome to Remembering Our Way Home, a weekly podcast to inspire, enlighten, and empower listeners via personal testimonies, discussions, and interviews with featured individuals who have embraced the transformational and ancient practice of ancestral veneration. Thank you for joining me this evening, Oase, on Remembering Our Way Home. So, yeah, (laughs) what I first want to ask you is, what comes to your mind initially when you think about or hear the word ancestor? Oh, man, Uh, instantly, the first word that comes to mind when I hear ancestor is is guidance. Mm-hmm. It's guidance, guidance. Um, I, I I believe that there are things about our ancestors, um, specifically black pe- black folk, that that we don't know that that can like activate our DNA um, in ways that we don't really know. But if we're guided in that direction, we automatically pick up on stuff. Like you know, we could be guided to construction work and end up being a master architect because of our ancestors that we don't know nothing about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like, you know, that's that's what word that's what word immediately comes to my mind because it's unlimited possibilities when, when you're guided by your ancestors, you know, subconsciously subconsciously they can lead you into places in life that you never thought was possible and they can lead you to know things about yourself that you never even knew. Just allowing yourself to open up and to be guided, allowing your intuition to be activated and your intuitive feelings to come alive. You know, your ancestors, (laughs) they can just unlock your divine self and that's and that's really the key. We We have been indoctrinated with the stigma of you know, using the German term, you know, of, of God. You know, God is a German linguistic, you know. So we said God, but in our actuality, they took us away from the real voice and our real power of us being descendants of powerful beings, powerful human spirits, you know. Yeah. So how did you first become aware of this idea of your ancestors or what was your very first encounter with them? Uh, well, I think I um, 
what happened with me was I was having encounters with that guidance before I realized it. But when I realized it was when I wrote my uh, my my second book, which is a novel called In the Sand, and um, I got I had got this story that I had to get out, and I don't know where these characters came from. It, it was it's about a soldier in the Haitian Revolution, and I begin to get these vivid uh, visions in my head and these characters, and I begin to build these characters and write this novel, and I didn't know it was like somebody was whispering this story in my in my ear and it was like going through my through my subconscious mind into my neurotransmitters and it was just like flowing out. Like I literally wrote my novel, some of it just like flowing. Like it was just like flowing like it was like revelation or something. And I didn't really understand it. But the more research I started doing, um I come to find out the main character that I was building, his name was Abram and there was really there was there was really a true historical figure named Abram, like named Abraham, who was a Gullah uh, warlord who who fought in the first, second, and third Gullah wars. And had, in, his, in his name, he has a, a town named after him called Abraham Town in Florida. And when I found that out, I was like, whoa, that's when it got really deep for me because I had no idea that this was a real, how did I know that I was, that, that this was a real person? I thought I was building like a, a historical fictional character, but in all actuality, mm. I, this was a real person. Wow. So that's when I really, that's when it, that's when it was confirmation for me. I really experienced it like on a on a deep metaphysical level and I and a lot of that comes with what, what me and you talk about like you know how we you know eat, eating plants you know on the, being on the electrical diet getting the downloads because you know your your glucose levels are balanced you know your 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 your, your neurotransmitters in your brains are is clicking so you're able to you're able to open up with deep desires and divine intuition, and your third eye chakra is stim is is is, act, is activating, is being stimulated. So we're getting different experiences that we never experienced before, just just from our just from what we're putting in our temple. So our ancestors are able we're able to hear it clear and have clear clairvoyance too. So our ancestors bring clairvoyance to us because we're able to hear them in our in our subconscious mind. You know, and when we say subconscious mind, we're talking about, you know, what's keeping our keeping us breathing, what's keeping our blood flowing, you know, what's keeping our heart beating, things that we don't think about controlling. So this is the closest thing that we have to the higher power in order in God and you know, in, in guidance and in life. And when you begin to um stimulate your superconscious and your subconscious mind that's when that's when the magic starts happening absolutely yes so tell me always what are some of the blessings magic and miracles you have witnessed in your life as a result of developing a relationship with your ancestors um i would have to say you know 
just how powerful uh how powerful the black woman is in seeing my son being born. Um I that's when I really you know, I really felt the power of the ancestors with childbirth and mid mid midwives and how powerful, you know, women in general, but you know, preferably black women and giving birth and how y'all been giving birth to nations and civilizations for millions of years. Y'all been giving birth for millions of years before a, a timeline, you know, and y'all y'all been giving birth. And for me to witness that, I really like felt the power of. I really felt ancestral power just witness that because honestly I wasn't able to see my other kids born because I had them at a young age and I was incarcerated and going through um, different hardships in life. Um, but when I was able to actually witness it, it was like wow. It was it was it was a powerful moment for me. What kind of special things do you do for your ancestors? Whether it's daily, weekly, or monthly. Um. Well, uh, I, daily for me. Um, for me, it's a daily walk since it's been a daily walk for me since I got um, into entrepreneurship, which is a whole spiritual journey. Um, but it's daily for me because I'm walking with my ancestors because I'm actually doing. Um, and and I'm, I'm actually actively in, guided by them because I took a path of and embraced and submitted to the path of being a healer. Um, I've been into the wellness business for the past two years, and the way that I knew how I had been called on by this, by the, by the Almighty and my powerful ancestors because. Um, the way the world was going with COVID and people getting sick and people getting more into holistic healing and the things that I had to learn and the way that my whole being shifted, the way my identity shifted, you know, um, I had to, you know, it was really overwhelming at first for me to accept that I was, that this purpose was on my life, and I was actually taking the steps towards and following my intuitive feelings into my purpose and into what 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 is destined for me. And it all coincided with you know our ancestors with with that's why I was saying initially earlier about how. We don't know who our ancestors are. It's, we have to feel it. So, so you have to go with the flow of the righteous deeds in your life. You, you can't, ref, you can't refrain or run from it because because you'll miss it. And I and I when I started being unapologetically me and going with the flow of my intuitive feelings, I started finding my my being guided to something that was so powerful. And I do it daily now. Daily I'm working with clients. With high blood pressure daily, I'm with, and this is all this is all natural. This is all that holistic holistic healing, herbalism. I'm dealing in, um, you know, uh, integrative medicine. They call it, you know, and um, um, within doing that, I'm finding that 
my my I have to come from an ancestry of story of storytellers and healers. Um, because that's what I do on a daily, and that's what I'm guided to do, and that's what speaks to me in my subconscious mind and my heart. Um, and that's what put me into the purpose, and me embracing my purpose and and my vision becoming clearer because of my ancestral background. And people say, well, we don't know our ancestral background. True. But you can know your ancestral background if you just open up. If you open up and you allow yourself to be guided, you will find the connection. You will find the connection. And that's the key. Once you find the connection, your, to your to your ancestors, and then you can you do you you find a connection through guidance because you they'll lead you to something that you thought you had no interest in that you never thought that you would do, and you naturally catch on to it. You naturally know how to do it, and people looking at you like, how do you know how to do that? And you looking at them like, I really don't know how I know how to do it. I just know how to do it. I just know. And that's and that's the super consciousness experience when you're being guided by who you descend from, when you're being guided by the Almighty who is putting you in contact with your DNA in connection with your DNA and unlocking your DNA. People call it jump DNA that you have, but it's really not jump DNA. You just have to activate it. And that's what your ancestors, that's where your ancestors come in to show you how to activate this DNA. And that's when they come alive because they're in your genetic code, they're in your, they're in your genotype. This is who you are. You just have to find who you are through ancestral guidance. That's powerful, yeah. Um, makes sense. Wow. Um, do you have a special film, a book, or a song? that comes to mind when you think about your ancestors? Oh, man. Yeah, I actually, uh, I do, I feel more connected to my ancestors. Like, I feel, it's this group called Dead Prayers that I listen to who always gave me a meaningful feeling of being closer to people who are like-minded and who who I like strive to be like and embrace the the idealism and stuff like that and come to find out they are really in tune um with the ancestors and they're really in tune with you know being high vibrational and um really unlocking your divine self, and when I listen to them, then I actually got a chance to meet uh, one of one of them. Uh, shout out to Stickman, um, RBG Fit Club, and um, he's been vegan for years, and he 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 lit a flame up in, inside of me, and, a, and he lit a he, he lit a deep deep desire within me just from the transfer of energy. Yeah. And, um, uh-huh. I saw his book. Yeah, I saw the. I think when I watched it, I watched the documentary. I saw that his book was featured. Him and his wife. I thought that was so powerful. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's such a powerful soul, and um, and I, you know, who who know? Maybe we have some ancestral tri- ties because 
the transfer of energy when I was able to be in his presence, it was just kind of like, it was kind of like our, it's like our, 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 our spirits knew each other yeah. outside of us, you know what I'm saying? Outside of us, like mm-hmm. something was familiar, you know? I get that. Yeah. You know and feel it when you're in the, pre- you're in the presence of a kindred soul. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so were you saying, um, you saying that book came to your mind? Uh, the book, yeah, and and just the music. Um, you okay. know, they, they've been making music. They've been making. I I really want to call it like, I, I would call it ancestral activation music. Like Dead Prez has been making for years since like, since like two thousand. You know, mm-hmm. they've been they've been making music. <laughs> you know, and then you know, just growing older, I started realizing more of what it was and appreciating it even more and how much value that it had. You know. Um, uh, but different books like um, activated like reading Doctor Africa books, reading oh, yeah. um, Claude Anderson, J. A. Rogers is one of my favorite scholars. Um, Ivan, but definitely Ivan Van Sertima is one of you yeah. know Ivan Van Sertima. He touches a different uh, he touches a different space with me because of his research on the Olmecs, and that's right here in the Americas, the oldest civilization, the mother of you know, American civilization, uh, with the building of the pyramids in, in, in Central America, Mexico, and um just a higher co- a higher culture and advanced civilization B C times, the you know, the the rubber people, the mound builders, you know, along the Mississippi here, right here on this land. Um, we have a lot of ancestral background um that's indigenous to this land. Of course, you know, we go back to the motherland in the sense of, uh, you know, our genotype and your DNA, but the Aboriginal history here that this, that um, Ivan Van Sertima, one of my favorite scholars, touches on, it, it it just helps you understand, like, your ancestral pool here, you know, and makes you understand, like, hey, you have, you know, you got ties, you got ties right here when you step in that, too. You know, so it's a lot just unlocks it for me. Just I've been reading these scholars for for years. They kind of they kind of were my dad. They kind of were my idol. I idolized them at a younger age, just getting knowledge itself. And they helped me guidance. They were the ones that teach and taught me how to be a man, a better man, a better father. Mm-hmm. You know. A better, yeah. a better person, the best version of myself, you know, to understand my illustrious history mm-hmm. of my ancestors. When I when I started reading about the illustrious the illustrious history of my ancestors, that's when I, you know, I started really learning more about myself. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. helped me out a lot. Awesome. Yeah. So, did you ever have any fears or doubts about ancestral veneration? If so, how did you overcome? How did you overcome overcome them and move forward? Um. Well, I had to. For one, I had to let go of the religion. Mhm. Um. There was, on the on the on the on the on the other side of religion was fear. Yeah. Because you know it was like we've been so indoctrinated, but once I let go of the religion. Yeah, I, I was totally free spirit and understanding. Like, hey, you know what? There's truth in all. Yeah. Spirituality. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So 
as long as we are able to decipher between, you know, truth and falsehood and apply it to our lives the best way that we can, um, I feel like that's what, I feel like that's when your ancestors are like, now you got it. Now I can speak to you. Mm-hmm. Now I can speak through you. Now I can I can activate you in a different type of way and get and connect with you on your divine intuition. You know, so I th- yeah. I think I think letting go of the letting go of the control of religion and understanding that that's a tool of control not only of like society but control over your subconscious mind. Hear you, hear you. So what would you say, Oace, to inspire or encourage others who are interested in cultivating a spiritual relationship with their ancestors? What would I say to them? Yeah, to inspire or encourage others to not be afraid. Oh, to not be afraid. Oh. Yeah, of ancestral veneration, like maybe the, you know, all the different things that maybe... Yeah. Well, first first thing I would say would would be um be open because anytime you study um our ancestors, um, you find total liberation there. You find independence there, you find liberation, you find true freedom, and you find self sufficiency. So and what I mean by that is everything they make they stereotype and put a stigma on everything that brings that. They say Vudan is of the devil and they would did they made a deal with the devil and da 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 and the whole time they the devils. Because what ha- what it is is when you get the ancestors when they um, when they when they unplug from anything outside that colonized their mind, any religion that was brought to them and they got more in tune with their when they got more in tune with their spiritual with their with their African traditionalism of spirituality, with their connection to nature through Budan, because that's what Budan is, it's just a connection to nature. When and when they started when they went back to conjuring up their ancestors, that's when they found true liberty and independence. Example, the Haitian Revolution. You listen to white Christian churches now, they'll tell you, oh, they made a deal with the devil. That's how they got Haiti because they were making, no, they got Haiti because they let go of the indoctrination and the colonization religion that that the colonizers brought over there and they defeated them when they, when they let go of that, when they let go of the religion and they went back into with the ancestors, with their, with the ancestors and the old the old traditional ways of spirituality Say that it. is a prime example that we have to look at to understand if we really totally want to be free if we totally want to liberate ourselves we have to let go of this controlled religion because history shows us this is the only way we're going to be free you can't accept something from your oppressors and expect for it to 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 liberate you. How is it something from your oppressor going to liberate you? So you have to think about this. And you have to say, you know what? Let's get back into the original. We're the original anyway. And you and like I said, don't take it on face value. Study the Haitian Revolution. 
see how they see how the most powerful rebellion and independence in the world took place and what was the first thing that they let go of and the first thing they let go of was the oppressors the belief system and they were able to free their minds they were able to free their minds and then they freed themselves physically and they were able they were able to overcome three superpowers Spain France and the British who all wanted to lay claim to a, to a, to the land to the land that that is now that is now still to this day independent but has been but since they they don't they hate that they hate the fact that they liberated themselves so much that they took so much from Haiti they took the they took the the gold treasury from them they started slowly coming in and stealing from Haiti you know what I'm saying Cointel Pro getting in there doing all type of things politically because they couldn't stand the fact of ex-black slaves letting go of their religion and freeing themselves it ate them up but if we look at that we can learn so much and, and we can you can get so much from our ancestors to be able to be free just like them mm. that's how they freed themselves that's the key but we don't you don't look at you don't look at that to revolutionize our minds and revolutionize our situation. Mm -hmm. Wow, My final question is: Why is developing a relationship with your ancestors important? Well, in my opinion, it's very it's important for black men to develop a relationship with their ancestors because if we don't will begin to take on the characteristics of our oppressors, uh, white patriarchy. That's powerful. Um, we'll start taking on characteristics of not honoring our women, the, the, the goddess queens, um, putting, putting, uh, putting a, a patriarchic idealism on our women like they're not supposed to be cherished or valued that's not our way of life but us being disconnected with our ancestors we've taken on these characteristics of a culture that's not even ours so for black men it's very important that we get back in contact with our ancestors so we can be divinely guided and we can be open and be open to following our intuition and saying you know hey we're gonna do that what that this is this is not really the way we're supposed to be doing things. We're just following something that was like embedded in us. If we start thinking outside of the box and saying, well, let's try this way, like the Haitians did, like the ex-slaves on the on the Haitians, like they said, hey, you know, and they begin to get a different relationship with nature. They begin to we have a different bio biochemical bio, bio makeup. So nature. We are. We can become one with nature in ways that other people can't, and take advantage of that. And then when you do, when nature is on your side, nobody can be against you. And that's when black men begin to step into our power, and understanding like, hey man, we need to get back to this because I'm starting to feel like a real king. I'm starting to feel like a real. Dude. I'm starting to feel like the real cream of this earth because when I when I let go of these things, yeah. 
because you have to let go of these things to really unlock who you truly are because this is not your culture. So for black men, we have to let go of this Eurocentric ideology. We have to let go of this Eurocentric way of living to really get in contact with our ancestors. And this is very important uh, so we can get a feeling and get into a flow of knowing who we really who we really are. And our ancestors is the only ones that can guide us in this physical realm, it can guide us to that. Yes, of course we're getting guidance from our high power, from from the Almighty and, and, and from the super consciousness and the super source. Yes, of course. But the super consciousness and the super source created something called DNA, RNA that can be activated, and there's a lot of DNA in us that's not activated that they call junk. It's not junk. It just needs to be activated, and this is what your ancestral background does. Guided by the almighty and by the ancient unlocking of his subconscious mind, Oase Al-Mansur has established himself as a creative entrepreneur and wellness curator, promoting revolutionized holistic healing. Activating his true power began once he was willing to release controlled religion and align with the most authentic connections nature, and the supernatural. Through allowing himself to be guided by his ancestors, Oase daily facilitates others with healing their imbalances via integrative medicine. Embracing the journey of entrepreneurship for him has led to the unexpected unfoldment of his spiritual path and to the ancestors opening the way for true liberty and independence. Just as Alex Haley was accused of plagiarizing parts of the Pulitzer-winning novel Roots as he relied on the channeling of divine ancestral guidance, Oase believes that once we tap into the superconscious mind, we become open to receive spiritual downloads to enlighten us about our purpose, provide clarity and direction and vision for our lives. Following his intuition has led him to his destiny as a healer, reminding him that being disconnected to his authentic culture is in essence being disconnected from his true power. As we stimulate our mind and step into the super and the subconscious mind. Our spiritual eyes are activated, leading us to manifest into ultimate supreme well-being. This week's scripted wisdom 
is in reflection of our guest, Oes Al-Mansur, and in honor of his path. Stickman Yoga Mat Daily Ritual Sweep the whole room Shake the mats Dust the corners Feng Shui All things in order Keep it simple Open up a window Let the light and the fresh breeze in the temple Morning Yoga Proper posture, sun salutation, realign the chakras, keep stretching, deep breaths, release tension, release stress, stay on purpose, maintain balance. Nobody's perfect, the path is the practice. Good habits, zen focus, remain present. In each moment, the yoga mat on the floor, it's more than that, it's a metaphor, a way of life amongst chores, soldiers' orders are in a war, a living chant, a growing plant, the craft work of the Buddhist hands, the overcoming of circumstance, the ever-flowing eternal dance, a strong spirit, a free thought, an open mind, a loving heart, approach others with compassion, a simple truth, wise actions, stay humble, continue learning, it's not the destination, it's the journey, welcome courage, stay grounded, see all sides, be well-rounded, the yoga mat on the floor. It's more than that. It's a metaphor. Don't need a lot. Just enough. Do more with less. Get better results. Reassess. Readjust. Embrace change. Because things must. It's universal in all circles. It resonates in all cultures. We have vice. We have virtue, yin and yang, and vice versa. The seed that grows is the one you nurture. Each posture needs solid structure, the physical, the spiritual, the maintenance, the ritual, the meditation, the power mantra, the affirmation in the subconscious, the mastery of emotion like a dolphin at one with the ocean. Ride the waves, let them pass. Don't cling, be detached. The yoga mat on the floor. It's more than that, it's a metaphor. Respect and honor your temple and it will honor you. Supernova Slam. You cannot make yourself whole again by brooding 100% of the time on the darkness of the world. We are the light of the world. Ivan Van Sertema